Welcome. I'm Elia Einhorn, co-curator of Insight Out, a series of podcasts from Pitchfork and the Museum of Contemporary Art Chicago that explore new perspectives on music, art, and culture. Insight Out is presented by MailChimp. Build your brand. Sell more stuff. Vince Staples is always outspoken. He's talked at length about the NBA, style, white people, and sometimes himself. When we sat down with him at Chicago's MCA, we asked the rapper about his personal history to learn a bit about how he got to be the sharp, witty artist he is today. He answered, sometimes, but goofed around too. Is he a troll? We asked him, and he deferred to his manager sitting in the audience who had to say, yes. But there's always something serious underlying his jokes. This conversation took place shortly after Eminem's now infamous anti-Trump rap on the BET Hip Hop Awards. Asked for his opinion on Eminem's performance, Staples did not hold back, talking at length about the larger cultural context behind all the adulation for M. There's so much to unpack in the hip-hop universe, and Staples is a worthy guide. So while much of the conversation was classic Vince Staples banter, there was meaning rife within everything he said. Listen close. Vince's interviewer is Pitchfork's managing editor, Matthew Schnipper. What's up, Vince? Hey. How are you? I'm good. Um, how's everybody doing? Uh, we had lunch today, and uh, you did not eat any of your quinoa. We looked at some suits on some sportscasters, and we talked about uh, Eminem for a little while. So I was hoping before we talked about your music, we might talk about Eminem for a second. You were saying your biggest problem, I'm assuming everybody here saw or at least heard the Eminem freestyle on the Hip Hop Awards, is that correct? If you haven't, just pull up on your phone right now and just take a minute, I guess. Just put your headphones on, I guess. You said it was terrible because he had terrible bars. Is that correct? Bars are trash. So tell me why it was so bad. He can do better. It was trash. Well, he mean, as we were saying, he hasn't done better for a long time. Some people like rap God but that song was trash. So why was it so bad? I couldn't do that. If I did that, it'd be crazy. Well, we said maybe you should do it. What would it be like if you did it? What would be different? If I said, this is for Colin, ball up a fist and keep it balled up like Donald the bitch. <laughs> they would be like, get this nigga out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you did just say it. It seemed compelling to me. No, it didn't. It didn't? Do you agree with what he was saying? I didn't get through it, to be honest. I skimmed. You skipped through it? Yeah. Why? Because it was bad? Yeah, I couldn't do it. Did you ever like Eminem? Of course. I was a child at one time. Everybody likes Eminem. Everybody likes child. Eminem. So how do you, you feel like, feel bad for him? Or? No, he's rich. He's rich. <laughs> you think if you're rich, no one should be well, able to feel a, bad for you? He's rich. He's a good father. His mom's sober now. It's a good life to live. Things are okay for him. Things are looking up. All right. Well... We talk- just, if I do something that's trash, I want somebody to be like, hey, that was trash. Right. Can we not talk- a matter of opinion, like, like, like literally, like technically, was not that great. It's I'd not that like, great. Hey, brody, that was trash. I'd be like, good looking. So I was curious then, in general, what makes, not even a good rap song, but what, what makes a good song? What's a good song to you right now? What's in a good song? What's in it? Yeah, what, what's the components? I mean, it doesn't really matter. 
to be honest. Nothing. Doesn't matter. It's nah. like just completely open. You got to sell it. So the reason I was thinking about this is because is the way we're hoping to do this this evening is we're going to play some of Vince's songs, parts of those songs, and talk about them, and then whatever else we feel like talking about. Because we, we talked about which songs we were going to play, and you're like, that's, that's terrible. But I, tried, I picked some songs you thought they My were... My favorite thing about the Eminem freestyle... Yeah. <laughs> ...is the wall of dark-skinned black people this, behind the, it. Yeah. So that, that is what... I didn't want to prompt you to talk. I wasn't sure if you felt like talking about it, but that what, was, that what was, was up with that? That was great. Why, why, why was that? I have no idea. It was great. What do you think those guys were thinking when they were filming that? This is for Colin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Colin Kaepernick tweeted, I think he said he appreciated the video. I bet he did. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're going to have This is my lunch. thing. This is what bothers me. It, it makes me mad when niggas be like, damn, I really wish a white person would help me out and agree with me at this point in time because I need some help. I'm not with that. Yeah, so we, we talked about... We Speak did, up for us. Like, nigga, why? I'm well, cool. Would you rather... Let's see. Would you have liked it better if it had been a pro-Trump freestyle from Eminem? Either if he would have just... If it would have been those bars? If the bars were good... Like, if the bars were really good. I don't give a fuck what he was talking about. It was just, like, pure, like, 1994 so Slim like Shady. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, damn, you see a little girl outside. You know, she got the little hat on. She got the little sash with the pins on it, her little vest. This is like a button-up shirt. Is it a Girl Scout? You know? Yeah, something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And she's like, hi, Mr. Snips. And you're like, what's up, little girl? And she's like, I'm selling cookies for breast cancer awareness because we're trying to give the proceeds to the cause. You'd be like, that's great. I love, you know, titties and I love women and I love health. Let me give you $30 for one cookie, you know, some overpriced shit. You would not criticize her bars in her- But if like you her ate the cookie, you're like, man, this cookie's trash. Right. She deserves to know that so she can go make a better cookie. So how would you broach the cookie issue? I mean, did you... You got to be honest about the cookie because you can support the cause and still not like the cookie. You get what I'm saying? I do. This seems like a metaphor. So are you... I, I, I do want to play a very old song of yours. Now, Vince, Vince and I met about eight or nine years ago. You, I think you were like 16 or 17. And it was a little bright before you put out a Winter in Prague mixtape. You had a few songs that I really liked. You have, have rapped with Ob Future a little bit. And then you put out your first stuff on your own. I, I believe I blogged about it on thefader.com. Thank um, you. Sh blog, shout out to blogging. But this song, Trigger With Our Heart, let's, let's play a tiny little bit about it. This is the one you two were like, this is trash. So I, you can tell us if you think it's trash. Vince will be somebody's critic, his own or somebody else's. There we go. Rap ain't never did shit for a nigga with no options. You want some positivity? Go listen to some comment. I'm here to bring you knowledge that they left out at your college. So that I remember. I went back and looked at a very old blog post, which if you have a blog, I, I would not recommend you ever do. But um, I had noted then the uh, if you want some positivity, go listen to some common lyric, uh, which made me laugh then and, and now. But I wondered if, if you, actually if you like common. Yeah, it's my friend. Yeah? Yeah, I laugh when I said it, though, but it's my friend. So, but it sounds like at that point, you weren't really a fan of that kind of stuff. 
I mean, I wouldn't say it was that deep. It was just funny when I thought about it. And he's positive, you know? I'm not that positive of a person. So is that true? Are you a positive person or are you a pessimist? You're an optimist? Mm -hmm. Ask Corey. Corey, am I positive? Corey's his manager. Where's Corey? You are, but you're not. Yeah, there we go. Corey said I am, but I'm not for the podcast listeners. Because I mean, we may have a difference of opinion about you because I do think you're, you're positive. I think I'm a sweetheart. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So, but what does that mean? How does this enact in real life? Because I think to some degree, it's positive to want to tell the Girl Scout that like she could do better. You know, you believe in a better world. Yeah, I guess. It depends, you know. It depends on what? On you, what you want to do with your day. What do you mean? Sometimes it's not worth the time. Sometimes you what say that? It's not worth the time. If you didn't ask me, I would never tell somebody I didn't like that because I would just not listen to it or watch it. I'm not watching the BET Awards unless I'm on it. I'm not watching no award show unless I'm on it, to be honest. Well, then what are you, what are you doing with your time? Uh, work. Working. I think, yeah, we were somewhere when that came out. I think we probably had a gorilla show or something that day. Oh, we'll get we'll get into the gorillas. Later in that song, you talk about, like you ask, when's Malcolm going to get a day? Probably never. And I was just thinking about how like, you were very young when you wrote that. What, what were you like when you were a kid, when you were a teenager? Um, that's a question for the homies. Younger, I guess. Everybody, you know, different when they're younger. I was uh, pretty close to the same. A little irresponsible. Talked a little less. I don't talk much now, but less than that. Um, my hair was nappier. My hair's still nappy, but it was nappier. My pants didn't fit, a little baggier. I was broke. I don't know, bro. That's a good question. You know me, nigga. Why are you asking me? You was a... <laughs> I mean, I think I know the answer to some of these questions, but that's not the point. It's like when you're a lawyer, you, you don't ask questions. You only, know, you only you ask are, questions. You are at the end of the day. You know, you get older, you get younger. You learn from your mistakes, things like that. But yeah, I was pretty regular. But, I mean, I, I think it, it, you must have been a contemplative kid. You know, you're thinking about, like, why doesn't Malcolm have a day? Like, what's the deal with you that? You know, it's crazy. I, when I was 17, I was not thinking about the stuff I was saying on that deep of a level. Where did it come from? How did you... Well, so then let's walk it backwards then. Like, I'm when black. did you decide you were going to rap? <laughs> black people like Malcolm X. You got Malcolm X, you got Martin Luther King, and some other niggas sprinkled around. But them is the main ones that you get, then, you know. So you're like, Columbus got a day, like, what about Malcolm kind of thing? Uh, I, don't, I can't even tell you to be honest. You're like, that's ridiculous. Like, can he get one? Like, everybody. But see, I don't even really care about Christopher Columbus having a day. Like, I, mean, do, I don't even. I'm, what does I'm, having a day mean? Like, Christopher Columbus may be the bad example, but yeah, he, like we got. I mean, it's not a bad example. I said it, but it's like. No, I said it. You didn't say it. But I said it. That's why you said it. You said it because I said it. Okay. I don't know, man, you know, it's all perspective. I guess I just thought about that time. I wasn't really thinking about stuff. Like, if I wrote it, it's just like, I was taking five minutes to write every song at that point in time. When do you, when, do you remember the first song you wrote? Uh, nah. When did you, when did you decide you wanted to rap then? Uh, when I figured out Sid was going to let me stay at her house, if I did it. Somebody said they'll let you stay there if you should be nah, I was at house and I wasn't trying to go home. I couldn't really go home. So everybody over there rapping. You get the you rap, you get to sleep on the couch. They had a nice couch, nice house. Her mom was cooking. I was with it. So, you know. Start rapping a little bit. So you start rapping. And I was like, Oh, you can get paid. And I was like, for sure, let's try to get some money. So why didn't you weren't staying at home? I mean, yeah, in and out, but I was running around, you know. 
You talk about your mom a lot. That's the homie. What's your relationship like with your mom? What's That's your relationship with your family? Yeah, well, what do you guys do? What do you when you hang out with your mom a lot? Nah, now? she don't live out here no more. But uh, I talk to her all the time. That's my people's. So this next song, Lord, but you said you promised your mom you weren't gonna die, and then you're talking about your, later your you know your grandma yelling from the dead. It was there's there's a little bit of sad song, you know. Soon as my father abandoned his kids, I was down for the problems. I promised my mama I wasn't gonna die, so I got this revolver. Hammers it. I was wondering, you know, are these the kind of things that you actually were talking about with your mom at that point? I mean, yeah, I talk to my mom about everything. That's the homie. I don't gotta like, you know. Not everybody's like that with their parents. Well, not everybody, is. especially when they're kids. Like you were probably what? Now we moved on. To they maybe wasn't doing what I was doing when they was kids, though. It's different. My family's from California. Like, you know how people be like, oh, we from the South and we moved here, blah, blah. My family's from California. My mama ain't surprised about nothing I was doing, so I wasn't going to lie to her. It's going to give me, you know, a worse situation, so I'm not like that type of dude. What does it mean that your family's from California? You also said your family's from California, but you are too. Well, you know, it's, it's a thing. So if your parents move somewhere and they're new to the area and you're not, they might not know the ins and outs of the community, what's going on or how people act or what operates within a space. If you move somewhere for the first time, you're going to kind of fill it out. What you learn going to work and going home and going to the grocery store isn't what someone learns growing up in the area. My mother grew up in the area that I grew up in, so she knows what you go through growing up in a specific area. So there was no reason for me to have to lie to her. If your that mom's a banker and she moved to a city that ends up turning bad and you get into some bullshit, you're not going to be able to tell her the truth. I don't have to, you know, say well, what, shit. What, I mean, what, did, what were you not lying to her about? What was it like? What kind of dialogue were you having, you know? Everything, what you just said. I, I, my whole life, I don't, I've never... No, misled my parents about who I was or what I was doing. What was it like growing up where you grew up? It was cool, you know, regular. It's the same everywhere, bro. Everybody got problems. Everybody goes through certain things. It just depends on how you react to them. Did you have a lot of problems? Nah, I was pretty smooth. Yeah? I had my, you know, bumps in the road, but it could be worse. I mean, in another song, you know, later on you've rapped about you just there's so much you want to, that you're sorry about. And you couldn't fix it at all, you know? And uh, thought about you, you know, like, what do you regret? About- I don't regret nothing, just to be honest. Really? Yeah, nah, none of that. Because, mm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all right right now, so that's what matters, you know. You ever seen Back to the Future? Yeah. Marty took the book and he fucked everything up. You got to just... That, I mean, we can talk about... That's a whole other thing. Like, he goes back course. in the future and, like, gets attracted to his mom. It seems like it's a whole weird situation. I mean, I don't know why people be doing, but what I will say is this... Marty McFly was, you know, he was just trying to be a kid. You feel me? End up fucking the whole world up. You know what I mean? Shouldn't have took the book. So if I had a chance to go back in time, I'm not taking the book. You just said he was trying to be a kid and he fucked the whole world up, which sounds like what you might have tried to advertise a mixtape like when you were a kid. You're like, I was just trying to be a kid and I'm just going to fuck the whole world up. Nah, I was tripping. Do you think so? Yeah, I was tripping. Do you think that future you is going to look back on right now and think that you're tripping now? No. See, tripping me something different. What I'm saying is when I was a kid, I was tripping. Like I was really, how do I, what's another word for this? Uh, I was aggressive yeah. as a child. So I wasn't like, I wasn't just, I was doing everything on purpose. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh yeah, I was, I was raised in a, in a split home, my mom was always at work and I was sad, so I turned to the streets for family. When niggas say that, I'd be looking at them like, you's a bitch. And that's just how I feel. 
I made a conscious decision that I was finna go, you know, run around. So I was running around. And that's kind of just a catalog. Of that. I was still running around when I made all that music. Yeah. yeah when I did was, you stop? Uh, after Hell Can Wait. What made you stop? Money. Because you got some? Yeah, because you know, I, I had bills and stuff. I was able to, you know, take care of some situation. I didn't make no money until, like, after Summertime 06. You you were talking recently, we were talking about money backstage a little bit. You were talking potentially about taking some of your money and moving back towards closer to home. I mean, yeah, I don't like I'm I don't like LA. Why not? It's not my type of vibe, you know. It's teach his own, but it's just a lot going on. It's not my I'm from the suburbs, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Compton, Gardena, Carson, Long Beach, all the areas over there. That's like it was built for suburban so a lot of people suburban means wider, suburban means like affluent, but it's not built yep. like a you know inner city, so you, I, it's just it's just the structure different. So, what would be different in your life if you move back to the suburbs? I got to deal with people that's not from over here. You know, you got to run into an aspiring rapper when you you know live in Los Angeles. Like, hey, bro, I got a mixtape. Like, fuck your mixtape. <laughs> no. That's really how I feel sometimes, but I can't be like. You know, you can't say certain things. You can't be a person. You got to have a job. So I'll be at work, but you don't get the clock out when you... Imagine if you went to work every day and you're like, damn, my day's over. That's great. And you walked out of your office and went to your bedroom. You feel fucked up. It's no escape. It's no separation. It's just, when you out there, you got to work all the time. Did anybody ever give you a mixtape you liked? Nope. <laughs> Never. If it's good, you don't have to give it to me. Mm. I mean, it's like, if you, you know when you tight, I ain't never told one person listen to my music. I you know this before, I ain't never seen nobody in my music and said, post it. I ain't never said, hey, you want to, I don't invite niggas nowhere. I don't tell niggas to listen to nothing. It's, that's all that is quiet. I, I ain't never asked nobody to go to the studio. I ain't never asked nobody for no feature like that. Like, it's not really what I do. So you don't like thirsty people, it sounds like. Nobody likes thirsty people. But people be wanting it bad, too, and I appreciate it. Well, you know I mean? yeah, it's isn't like, that part of it, you know, wanting no. to make it? No, you don't think so. No. Desire, you know? It, I mean, what do you want? You want to make music, you want to be famous, big one. Which one do you want? I don't really worry about either right now. I'm what just you? living, you know? It's like, what's an artist, you feel me? Niggas quick to call themselves an artist, but be wanting attention and all this other stuff. If you really want to be an artist, you ready to be broke and die at like 30. That's some real art shit. We in a museum, right? <laughs> you know, like, well, what, do you, I hope that's not going to happen. Nah, but it's like you got you got to focus on certain things. You know, always everybody want to be famous, bro. That's why they do what they do. They want attention. Do you think about do you rap about dying all the time? You can die. I mean, one will die. All, you will. Yeah, oh, but you die. can get you can get fucked over out here fast. Let me surprise. Niggas be getting fucked over left and right. You gotta you know stay on your toes. Tupac got fucked over. What make me think I can't get fucked over? That nigga was on the radio. I ain't on the fucking radio. He was in movies and all that. Still got fucked over. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It sounds like you should stay home. For what, though? I mean, I don't know. Jesus got fucked over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was minding his business. They came looking for that nigga like, hey, <laughs> you over here with us. Are you really, are you worried, you really think, you think about dying before you're 30? I hope uh -huh. not. Be straight. I, I hope so. I'm not, I'm cool. I'm not, I'll be on my toes. 
Yeah. You never know, but you know, I be having some close calls. Not no more, but I done had some close calls recently. But you know, you seem relaxed. You know, it's a rap is rap. You know, everybody is everybody want to be cute. It's cool to be cute. Cute is the new. You know, cute is in right now. So. Niggas got their little guns on the internet. They waving the motherfuckers, all them long-ass clips and all the other stuff that's going to get you 25 to life in the state of California. That's cute. They can do all that. But when you don't really, like, did something, like, a long time ago, they're not going to just forget because you famous or you're a rapper. It's like, oh, he's a rapper now. We going to let all that slide. Niggas is going to be even more mad, even more thirsty. So, you know, stuff don't disappear. Mm. We did, um, we, I forgot what we did. We gave some kids something at, uh, the YMCA program where we gave him like the equipment to make music and stuff and this 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 is a kid I know he was kids buster was never nobody he he's somebody now but he was when we was kids he wasn't nobody you know he was on Facebook like man niggas know that's just a tax write-off fuck that bitch ass nigga fuck nachos it's like this is for kids them kids was like 10 years old but he like fuck them little ass kids that nigga's from nachos it's weird like niggas don't let it go you feel me so when it gets to the point that you've seen all the time and you got to move around to go to shows and to go to interviews and to do this, do that, and everybody know your face, you're going to think about that kind of stuff. You never know when, you know, it could come back around to you. You got to live with your decisions. And you, you, done, you know, made some mistakes or done some things to some people. You're going to think about dying. There's no way around it. It sounds, you know, you said something, I think, in New York Times interview, you said uh, you just want to sell your five thousand albums and be left in peace. Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah. Shit. So that's is that right? Is that how you feel? Absolutely. Well, you know it's different nowadays. We live in a different media space. Music changes every couple months, every year or so. So yeah, you got to kind of be overexposed. It was a point in time, like after the Frank Ocean and things like that, you could kind of mind your business. But them days is over. You need an Instagram and a Twitter and a this and a that, or it's quiet for you. But isn't that kind of nice? You get to have, like, you know, a little bit of cult of personality. I mean, it's not 5,000 records. Maybe it's 50,000 and a decent amount of streams with, a, you know, you've got I a mean, pretty intense fan base. It, I have, we got, like, 5 million streams. First that album came out, that's, that's only, like, 5,000 albums. So. Like $12 or something, Yeah, it's right? like, yeah. so it's like, it's only 7 billion people in this motherfucking world, like, you, it's kind of a glass ceiling with this little music thing, you know what I mean? So yeah. it would be cool if it's just that you just giving away stuff for free that you would have got paid for a minute ago. You know what I mean? Your Instagram and of course your Instagram, your Twitter, you on TV, you giving away free content. That could have been a Tonight Show, you know what I mean? But you don't get the kind of make the most out of it. Everything is free now. Yeah. Well, you had a moment I feel like where you were everywhere. And I guess for free. You don't get paid for that? Well, I know you don't get paid for you it. You don't get paid for press, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, come on TV and talk on our show for nothing. Come do this magazine spread, even though niggas is not reading no more magazines. They not, ain't nobody paying $20 to pick up something that they're going to see on Twitter anyway. But, you know, come do this for free because it's going to help you. It's going to help you. It's going to help you. But, it's you know, it seems like you like it. You're good at it. I, I clock in, bro. Clock in, you clock out. I, I got to work. You know, you got to be professional with that don't mean you got to lie about what it is. You can know and still go. Like, I appreciate everything, but you're not finna sit here and, like, play me. So you stopped for a little while. You stepped back from social media. I think it seemed like you were doing a lot of it. You were on GQ.com. You were talking about basketball a lot. Yeah. You don't like that? What is that? You not a homie work there. I wasn't really tripping, but it's like... So when you do... What, what's, I want to show. 
Shannon you, Sharp got a fucking show. Give me a fucking show. Shark Tank's the show. Is that what you said? Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, all that sports shit. Oh, yeah. Everybody Shannon wants Sharp's you, got a show. It's crazy. Even this hip-hop shit, everybody wants you to do something for free. It's crazy. Everything is free. Well, why did you do it? You're clocking in? Yeah, clocking in, you know. I play the game when I got to, but it's all steps. You know, you got to get to a certain part, but it's a realization, you know. It's, it's, it's ways to transition and do certain things out here, but... I don't know. Would you ever consider in the future... Being a, t- a TV host, you know, being yeah, a radio host. I didn't consider doing this. What's that? I never considered doing this. Doing what? Music. Well, how did you do it? You just fell into it? It's already told you. It just happened. So you might just fall into being yeah. on Weekend Update or I'm going having with a the Netflix f- special I'm or going whatever. with the flow, bro. You know yeah? What I mean? So it's what? It's all creative energy, you know, quote unquote. We artists, right? I fucking hate that word, but we artists, That's right? what I'm going to ask you. Like, you know, yeah, do you think you, are you an artist? Me? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody else, I can't really call it. What do you mean you can't? You, you, I don't be knowing these days. So what like, makes you qualify as one and somebody else don't? Have you heard my music? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I be on some bullshit sometimes. It's artistic? I mean, I do whatever I want. That's kind of the essence of it. I'm not really thinking about much past kind of what my creative agenda is at that present moment. You're not thinking about it? No, never. Well, you you clearly have one. Yeah, but I'm I'm not thinking past it as well. You're not just thinking about it right now. Yeah, whatever I want to make is what I make. I don't really care about much else. So where where what what is it right now? Where are we? I'm on a break right now, to be honest. No, I'm for real. I'm really on a break. So you're taking a break to let the creative thing like I'm good until December. What happens then? Then I start back. You know, get into a new creative moment. I gotta go back to um do some shows. Go back to tap dancing, some Sammy Davis Jr. shit, and then I'm a, you know. So I want. Can we go back in time to some old creative agendas? We can do whatever you want. Me and you are friends. I don't know these people, but I know you. So <laughs> you could ask whatever you want. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna get married next year. My first day was at a, a Vince Staples concert. It worked out pretty good. Yeah, he said he's going to officiate. I saw, I found, you found love in my show, bro. It wasn't really my show to be honest, but I think it might have been. I was there, so it's all good. Um, that was a, that was a nice moment. Anyway, um, I want to go back to Senorita. Mm-hmm. Let's let's play. I want to play the hook of this song. So that was one of the more astonishing things to me to happen is that the hook of your song, which I saw a lot of people sing along to a number of times, is future and it's just sampled from another song. It's not even original. What What's up with that? That was already in the beat when I got it. Yeah, but you made it... I'm I'm dead serious. I'm I'm, I'm was that? I'm promise you it was already in the beat when I got it. And I was like, oh that's future. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. And they was like, nah, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. And I was like, no, I don't. And then Corey was like, you should do it. So I did it because Corey told me to. So you just do whatever Corey tells you to. Yeah. <laughs> He's not gonna tell me nothing crazy, and I'm not gonna tell him nothing crazy if I ask Corey to do something. It seems like it's working so far. I guess. I mean, shit. Why mess with we, had the, we had the pitch for it. Corey met me when I was 17, and he said, "You got to start bringing a gun to the studio." And I was like, "Nah." Is this true, Corey? Yeah, he says it's true. I didn't talk to him. I used to walk in, in the, you know, I used to walk in the studio, sales up to Michael, put my gun in on my safe, then leave. 
because I had to catch the blue line to L.A. And, you know, you got to catch the blue line. You got to go from Artesia Station. You got to go past Compton. Then you got to go past Wise. Then you pass the little Mexicans over there. Then you go to, like, kind of almost West L.A. Then you got to go to Hollywood. Then you backtrack. I wasn't finna be over there with nothing on me. What? You crazy. Mm. That caused any problems for you? What? What happened with the gun? Where's the gun now? Oh, I don't know. Somebody went to jail. That motherfucker. But, <laughs> but everybody's good. So we good. All right. Well, that was a long time ago. I was like 17. That's a 10-year-old gun, damn near. We don't know where that's at. All right. Matter of fact, I don't even know what you're talking about. But what I can't... <laughs> it's, it's hard to do off the record in a room full of a couple hundred people, man. But what I can't... Oh, it's a different state. We good. But what I did... <laughs> but what I did... You know, Corey's like, hey. Then Corey started picking me up so I wouldn't have to get on the uh, blue line. You know, my mama... Uh, Rent was kind of shaky. Corey paid my mama rent, but I wasn't even living there. I'm staying in the hood with the, with my with my aunt, with the homie mama, and it gets shaky over there. He paid that rent, and then he paid for the lawyer because they tried to kick us out the house because allegedly somebody got shot over there at the house, and they took the property away or some shit like that. Some crazy state law stuff I didn't even know was possible. So, you know, if Corey tell me that, hey, we should probably try to do the song, and the nigga done paid everybody's rent before, what kind of motherfucker would I be to say, nah, I'm cool? No. Is it weird to be up on stage with a whole bunch of people singing a hook to a song and it's not you? Nope. It's a breathing break. I don't got to say nothing. I got asthma. <laughs> I want to talk to you a little bit about your shows because when you were up on stage recently, it's just you. You were, you dressed almost always. I've seen you in all black, just very stark. There's nothing else going on. You got no background. It's just you. It's kind of like, I mean, you used art before I ain't gonna put it on you, but it's kind of like art project style to me. Like I'm, I'm nice, bro. I'm really tight. So you got to think about it sometimes. Um, I want to talk about. We were talking about white people that you like and don't like. Love white people. Shout out white people. Some All of the other white. If you're white, raise your hand. Don't be shy. Oh, that's a good percentage. You see this black man? That's crazy. I see like two white people not raise their hand. We love you. It's not a joke. So you, you, you said that there's some You've white... You've seen that, right, Corey? Motherfucker's like, I'm not raising my hand for this nigger. <laughs> what are you saying, though? <laughs> you performed that at a museum. I remember seeing you perform that at a museum. I talked to you after, and you were like, that's a crowd of white people I really like. They all look like they do coke. <laughs> I said that? Yeah. Which is, I'm going to say it was probably true. Um, but then you at would the, talk at the moment at the PS One. Huh? Yeah, yeah, at moment PS One. Oh, yeah, you shut off the code. So, uh, see, yeah, you were you were right then. I like jolly white people. So I want to know about the different kinds of white people that you do like and don't like because at the hip hop show. Yeah, well, you said you were talking at so the gorilla store. Like. So here we go, boom. Let's break like it down. The, I don't like the I understand you white people. I don't like the you're so brave white people. Um. Yeah, basically, my, everybody else is cool, but... You said... You and I'm like, the who does this nigger think he is, white people? Because you at the rap show. But them is my only type three. I'm not really fucking with everybody else, but it's like, you don't said, put your fist up with me, my nigga. You did not like some of the white people, the gorillas tour of white people. Yeah, people. too old. Kansas City white, 40-year-old Kansas City white. You know what that is? That's a different kind of... That's not a great white. Shit, man, stop. <laughs> Kansas City? Missouri? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> you be on tour feeling like you finna go to jail. Remember in that remember that Waffle House? 
Oh, they was finna, we was finna get smoked. It was crazy. Corey was like, y'all got cheese? She was like, no. He's like, well, what do you have? She looked at the nigga cooking, and I was like, we out here. Corey like, now nah, we finna eat. I'm like, for sure. Y'all, I'd rather die at home. I'm not finna die in no random state. Oh, man. That sucks. That's yeah, it sucks, right? Uh, this is funny, man. It's a beautiful Waffle House, man. You got to go to them, though. I like Waffle House. You don't look like you eat a lot of waffles. You don't look like you got a lot of carbs. I fuck with waffles. I don't like pancakes, though. It's not really my thing. Pancakes are kind of tacky to me. No. Wait, why? There's not enough construction. Like, it's a lot that goes into a waffle. You know, a lot of, I like, I like the definition, the lines, you know. Pancakes like a half-ass waffle. You a good cook? Huh? Are you a good cook? I'm amazing. You make waffles? Nah, I don't really eat breakfast like that. What do you, what, what do you like to eat? Not breakfast food. It's too much bread, you know. I eat anything else, you know what I mean? A lot of protein. Are you, are you paleo? I don't even know what the fuck that means. I didn't graduate. <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> Me too, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when, when it suits. Oh, man. Okay, let's talk about... Yeah, let's talk about Summertime 06. That was a, that was a cool record. That's sweet, thank you. You're welcome. So to me, that was kind of like, that was a big record, right? Nah. No? No. Wasn't a big record? Not at all. Why not? It literally, like, statistically, like, um, press-wise. I'm talking vibes-wise, not... not, not oh, like, like the way it sounds? Emotionally. Like, to make? I don't know. Just well, in the question, world. What the fuck you mean? What you, you don't know. It seemed like that was a breakthrough moment for you. Did it feel like it? Nah, that was actually... It was, um, that was a lengthy process. It was extra... Lengthy process to make it. It was, it was extra. Why? What was There's extra a lot, lot of moving parts. A lot of people would say so and things like that. Just at that point in time, you got to kind of make everybody happy, I guess, and do certain things. So it was just a lot to put it out. That's that album was only like ten songs, and it was already done, and we had turned it in, and then it was it's just it's just a lot. Okay, I mean it's a great record, you know, and Thank it seemed you. like it captured or like it captured a moment. It made it seem like you, this is the next version of California rap to me. You know, what is it that you wanted to get across with that album? Uh, I was really worried about the cover. That's really all I was worried about, to be honest. What's, it's like there's a woodcut on the cover. Oh, it's just waves, but it's just like drawn and it's like deconstructed. Why were you worried about it? It took like, it took longer to make the cover than the album. Really? I'm dead serious. Who made the cover? What was the like story behind people. the cover? Philip Bang, Shane, Sponto. Me and Corey. How did it come together? And Ty. What was, so what's, what's behind the cover? What were you so worried about? I just, that's what I care about, like, to be honest. Like, if, if all the music is trash, but the cover tight, I'm cool. <laughs> like, as far like when I'm listening to something, I could be like, it's, it's not that hard, but the cover, like, because I got to look at that. You feel me? Like, I'm, I can ignore your music. I can't really ignore. I'm, I'm a visual person. What they say when they be trying to say sound smart, I'm a visual learner. We recorded the album in like three weeks, but that cover took forever. What about the name? I was like curious about that. What were you doing in summertime 06? No, running around thugging, hanging out, skateboarding a little bit. That was like the end of that. Were you good at skateboarding? I was straight, yeah. I'm from Long Beach. Mm. <laughs> you can't not skateboard. If you're going to pick up a skateboard and you're not good, we're going to beat your ass. But you were saying that record didn't really, you didn't feel like it broke through then? It didn't. Only one song did North North did, and I was a year and a half after. I'm very honest with the things that happened to me because I don't have an ego when it comes to creating music. It was it didn't do nothing happen until North North. 
almost broke through like a year after, then a year and a half after, or like two years after that lady did the little shit. And then that kind of, that's what it was. So I didn't want to ask you about that. You, you, you really like, you defended that lady. The, this yeah, is, she the, can say whatever she wants. Can you ex- explain to the folks what, what is we're talking about? Most people probably here know about that, but. Oh, the lady was like, this is horrible music. Children should not be listening to this on the radios about killing people and stuff. She was right. Children should not listen to songs about killing people on the radio. So why are you making them? Oh, I don't care about them kids. <laughs> At all. Just to be honest, where I come from, the kids are already trying to kill people, so. I don't really give a fuck what's happening in, like, buttfuck over there. Mm. That's their business. Which is not a good thing to say, but it's the truth. You're a very truthful person, it seems like. I mean, yeah, they don't pay me enough to be lying to these people. <laughs> a lot of people were surprised you had to, to say that to that. People wondered if you were trolling. I don't, my nephew can't listen to no crack. What? That nigga walked up in the house talking about some nigga, I'm a thug, fuck the cops and the judge. I, that's a straight to the chin. A cold one. He got to listen to Jason Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, that's the new punishment. Listen to Jason Don't Derulo. Don't JT love Jason Derulo. Exactly. Square. <laughs> My nephew was a square. He liked Hunger Games. He played sports. He, his hair's dyed. He want to be Odell Beckham. I'm with that. You should have seen me when I was a kid. Corey seen them pictures. I was thugging. I got baby pictures. Thugging. What were you like? This is what I was trying to find out about. I was a bad ass Oh, I kid. wish we had them. We could put them up. I'll show you later. So you vote, you've been pretty stylish, dude. You've always been pretty stylish. Nah, I was dusty, bro. I'm still low-key dusty. No, that's not true. You just said in a magazine, we, I was reading this earlier. I was being sarcastic. I don't think you were. You just talked about how you're very truthful. Being sarcastic isn't really necessarily lying. It's like, oh, you, you must care about your... Your appearance a lot. It's like, nigga, I got on sweatpants right now at the W Magazine shoot. So, oh, yeah, you got to be cute. Yeah, you oh, said that's that. great. <laughs> you know how these things go. You used to do that. So this is like, basically, I, I want to know how much do you consider yourself a troll? I don't be trolling. I be dead serious about everything I say. You, Even when I'm sarcastic, you can tell I'm sarcastic. That's, what have I ever said that you're you like, the most deadpan around. person I think I ever talked to? I'm, I'm, ask Corey. <laughs> he right there, ask Corey. We're gonna, he Corey, should be like, trolling, I'll be telling the truth, and they be like, this nigga can't be that crazy. My answer is you control. When? <laughs> See? Oh, and I be bullshitting? <laughs> That's different. I be bullshit. I be, I be joking. Trolling is like doing stuff for attention. He old, he don't know what troll means. Troll means you doing stuff. Wait, so, okay, wait, 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 explain the difference. Trolling is like the, What's the nigga name with all the, with all the stupid-ass tattoos on his face? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, cub. Cub be trolling. Okay, but you're not. You're just bullshitting. I'll just be fucking with people. You got to say shit and have people be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what I talked to him about. I was like, we're going to go up here. Just don't troll me. I remember when Black Lives Matter first cracked off. I should have told him not to and bullshit. And we was asking white people how they felt about Black Lives Matter. And they would just always be like, oh, man, I think it's great. Like, for what, though? Oh, you know, it's just, you know, it's just great. Corey might think that's trolling, but I just think it's funny to make people uncomfortable. Because <laughs> you're not going to be comfortable around me, my nigga. That's not how it works. Like, it's just, I don't do that. I'm not here to make people feel welcome. I'm here to be myself, you know what I mean? I, we cool, so you comfortable? 
I'll be saying some shit sometimes, and Corey be like, what's wrong with you? But that's the homie, so he really be tripping on me, but... No, he doesn't mind. Like, we be having... We be having... Fuck. We had an interview, and I'm never gonna forget this. I felt so bad for this lady, because I was really being... I was really, like, fucking her day up. I couldn't tell, but I guess I was fucking her day up. And then we was in the studio. Corey and Courtney pulled me in the room, like, look, man, she says she doesn't have anything for this interview, and she doesn't know if she's making you mad, but she... We really need to finish this, blah, blah. What did Courtney say when we was in the studio? And I really... I really hurt her feelings, but in my head, I wasn't doing nothing wrong to her. She was just asking me questions, and I was telling her truth. Say, oh, this must mean so much to you, and this and that and that. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm chilling. <laughs> but it's hard because motherfuckers be, you know, they put me in the, um, the, the Lupe Fiasco like box. Remember when they did the Lupe Fiasco when he first came out? People loved Lupe Fiasco when he first came but out. But then he was like, oh, I never heard Tribe Call Quest. I'm like, but how is that possible? It's yeah, like, but then he started talking about like, the world being flat, and people were like, this is. Hey, he can feel how he wants, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not here for science. This is hip hop. <laughs> so what about uh, Sprite? Yeah, shout out Sprite. Lives and limes. So, carbonation, caffeine free, <laughs> vegan. They don't test on animals. All of these are facts. Google it. You love Sprite. Tell me about why you like Sprite so much. It's beautiful. What do you mean, like? Explain. Do the Sprite people like you a lot? Are they? Do they like? Yeah, the whole campaign is based on the way I tweet. You follow their Twitter, look like me. I, I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. I would change some things, but you know, I'm proud of how the company's moving forward. You were saying, I think. <laughs> do you think you're more famous because of Sprite or because of rapping? Interviews. I'm more famous for interviews than either one. And then the lady. And the lady. Yeah. All right. Do you really like Sprite that much? Yeah. Why would you ask me that? Knowing what I'm gonna say. I, I love Sprite. Yeah. For these next two years? <laughs> For the length of this contract, I adore Sprite. You won't ever see me with another, what? I don't know, Pepsi, Shasta, that bullshit. Coca-Cola brand only. No Red Bulls only, you know. Nas energy, mother energy. You tired? Yeah, you don't even know about the shit on the brand. Look at you. <laughs> no Dr. Pepper, no none of that. Sprite only. You know what I mean? All right, I want to talk about another, another record here. You put a record out not so long ago called Big Fish Theory. You talked about it a little bit, but I'm wondering if you can tell me what the theory is. Nope. <laughs> Why not? I'll never tell nobody that. Well, you want to explain it? Nah, Why doesn't not? matter. You named your album that. So? Oh, my God. When the game put out the documentary, they was like, oh, so what's the documentary about? Like, nigga, it's called the documentary. There you go. Dr. Dre, the chronic. So why is it the chronic? Because it's the chronic, my nigga. We live in a day and time where motherfuckers are so stupid, bro. You have to literally tell somebody the, the specifics of something every step on the way because we're not in an era where people can formulate their own opinion. I've seen motherfuckers repeat stuff that people have said about me in, in interviews like it's the truth. It's crazy. Like, and it's kind of scary because it's a Mac Miller Earl sweatshirt. Oh, I forgot whoever. The f it was Red Bull, I think. And we don't drink that, though. But it was Red Bull. Oh, he did like an inside the beat thing. Earl has said, oh, Vince doesn't breathe when he raps. He has gills. To this day, motherfuckers still sit there and lie and say, I don't breathe when I rap. I have asthma. You can hear it. It's a lot of punches. It's a lot of breathing. But since somebody said it, 
you're going to say it. You get what I'm saying? So until I say what big fish theory means, it don't mean nothing to nobody because they won't have their own opinion. Like, even when it comes to how people report in journalists, like, when the last time you seen an interview that didn't reference another interview in the interview? I, I literally just, just did that, like, like, 30 seconds ago. Touche. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if you think that's bad or good, though. It, it just means, like, we've done full interviews where the motherfucker's whole interview is about what I said in other interviews. Like, and I'm talking about in print, in a magazine, they booked a flight to come out here, paid a photographer, paid a writer just to refer to some other shit. It's like, motherfuckers can't think for themselves. So like, I'm feeling the need to explain myself. Like, take it how you want. But at this day and age, you kind of have to be spoon-fed everything. That's just weird. Big Fish Theory means 12 songs. By Vince Staples And you Is it 12 songs? I don't know But it, those 12 Those 12, 11 Whatever songs You kind of Use them and apply them To your normal life And it mean what you want it to mean So well That makes me want What do you think about the, Do you like When other people Have their theories? Yeah But you just don't want To confirm them Or comment on their theories Because it's right If that's how you feel If you purchased an, My album And that's what it means to you That's what it means And that's it Period Well I thought it was interesting. I'm going to give you my theory. I like that record a lot. I like that you work with Flume. You work with a lot of dance producers on there. And I was thinking about how actually we were in Chicago and it kind of sometimes sounded like a hip house record to me, which I always liked. And I, I want to know how, how purposeful it was. You know, it would seem like... As far as what? As far as... It seemed like a different sound to me. Maybe you're saying you just fell into it. I mean, it. but nothing sounds the same. You think it sounds the same? Summertime on six don't sound like Hell Can Wait. Hell Can Wait don't sound like Shine Cold Chain One. That don't sound like Shine Cold Chain Two. That don't sound like none of my stuff sounds the same. It's not a repeating effort in any of my music. So it seemed like though when we talk about Senorita, we talk about North North. Like those are songs that are pretty hard. Like there's a lot of just super poppy stuff on this record. I mean, what's pop? Demigos is pop now. Cardi B is pop. Pop means popular. Pop for a second just meant corny and like, you know, bubblegummy shit like that. But Michael Jackson made pop music about, you know, not taking care of kids that's being claimed to him and shit like that. It's like, it all depends on what you look at it as. I don't know. I think it's different. That's my theory. I mean, but different is good. Music was supposed to be different. So when Michael Jackson came out and was a zombie at the movie theaters, that was different. That was new. Still subjectively pop. You can't really... It just everything is kind of repetitive at this point in time. So, well, but people don't even like my music like that. So, like, I don't really care what they. Well, let me ask you a bit broader question. Do you do you think you're a good rapper? I'm amazing. You think so? I know. And well, how do you know? I'm amazing. Trust All right. me. But so, when you think about that, or do you think about how you can make it sound and work differently? Do you think if I'm a good rapper, I can do this in a million different ways? Yeah, definitely. You as a creative person or artist, whatever you want to call it, you um. You always think of ways. It gets old. You get bored. And it depends on what you do it for. Like, I don't need your attention or your money. Like, we going to find some money. So I'm going to do things for the sake of doing them. I want to I make music to see what I want to make next. And I mean, I'm not going to, you know, it's like eating the same shit every day. Like, I want to kind of change what I do from time to time when I get bored. But all I think about is how I'm going to make the music. Like I said earlier, it's based on that creative vision. It's not really ever based on what somebody wants or how much we going to gain from it. Like, because people be doing the same thing over and over and over again because they know it's going to work. They know it's going to work. If it's going to work, they're going to get some attention from that attention. They're going to get some money and then they can hold it to their ear. But I'm not really focused on that. So how do you discover things? Do you Shazam? Nah. 
How do you find new music, new sounds? Like, how do you find what's going to be I don't really listen to music that much, to be honest, bro. Just because it's like overbearing. So then… I tour. I do a show almost every day. Like, So how do you find new beats? How do things… Like, for the beats for Big Fish Theory, how do all those sounds come to you? I told them what to make. Who, you told people to make them? Yeah. You ever… Listen to flow music and then listen to my music that he do for me. If anybody that's ever produced for me, go listen to my music then listen to what they've done with other people. You're not going to find it again. Mm-hmm. Are you happy with the record? Yeah, it's cool. So do, what's going to be next? You said you'd make music now to figure out what's going to be next. I'm just kicking it right now, to be real. But um, you never know. It'll just pop up one day. I'll think about it, and I'll know what I want to do. I have one more question I just personally wanted to know. Is uh, What do you think about SoundCloud rap? What is that? Like, example. Mm. Is Lil Uzi Vert SoundCloud rap? I think, yeah, I think I so. I love Lil Uzi Vert. Okay. What do you think about, like, Lil Pump? I've never heard a song. No. Is he white? No. What is he? You gotta ask Corey. Spanish? Like Mexican? He's from Puerto Rico? He's Puerto Rican. Is he white from Puerto Rico? Because that's the thing. I don't know how I feel about white people with dreads. That's just my take on that. But I've never heard his music and I hope he does well. I hope everybody, you know, saving their money and not being rude to people. That's all I really care about. But as far as like... All these niggas looking alike and like, I just know who done shot somebody before. So when I like hear people talk like that type of shit, it's like, I just did a whole album without one act of violence in it. And I was real proud of myself because I can't be thinking about shit like that, bro. I'm over that type of stuff. Like, there's no violence, no cripping, no none of that in my album. I don't, I don't know if people noticed that, but I don't really say nigga unless I, it was like on purpose. I only said nigga on the Rick Ross hook. You know, I'm growing up a little bit, you feel me? What makes you happy? What makes me happy? Yeah. Chili cheese fries. This has been Insight Out, a series of podcasts from Pitchfork and the Museum of Contemporary Art Chicago that explore new perspectives on music, art, and culture. Insight Out is presented by MailChimp. Build your brand. Sell more stuff. This podcast was produced by me, Elia Einhorn, and Mark Yoshizumi and engineered by Mark Yoshizumi. Additional engineering by Rich Norwood. Our executive producer is Seth Dodson. Thanks to the MCA for hosting the event. 